Thank you for listening to the Zaner Ministries podcast with evangelist Nick Zaner. To stay connected, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, or at zanerministries.com. Now, here's evangelist Nick. Well, I want to get right into this today. This is going to be a good word. I want to encourage you, like always, grab a piece of paper, grab uh, an iPad, your phone, whatever, take some notes, write this stuff down because that's how you're going to be able to remember it better and you're going to be able to uh, reflect back on it. Siobhan, God bless you. Thanks for tuning in. So if you have your Bibles, I want you to go with me to Matthew chapter 7. I'm going to start in verse 7. Matthew chapter 7, verse 7. Today we're talking about building your foundation strong. Building your foundation strong. The Bible says this, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives, and he who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. Or what man is there among you who, if he asks, if, if his son asks for bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? So, right off the get-go, I wanted to start with this. If you're going to build a foundation on the Word of God, you have to understand that God is good, and God is a good God. The devil is a bad devil. There's two different sides to this, and if you're on God's side, it tells us right here, how much more does your Heavenly Father want to give you good things to those who ask Him? And so during this time of pressing in, seeking the Lord, I mean, we should expect God, as we ask, as we seek, as we knock, as we're pressing in, as you're uh, contending for things uh, to you know change in your life, you should expect good things to happen. I mean, you should write that down in your notes. I'm expecting something good to happen, and you should expect it every single day because you're asking, you're seeking, you're knocking. And the number one thing you need to be asking the Lord is what is the perfect will of God for my life? What are you telling me to do? And once he answers that, then you can go after that 100 miles an hour. You can run after that, and uh, then you're going to be able to uh, ask correctly and see these things manifest. Now, there's a period of time, some say, why are you going all this time You know, praying and seeking God and all that? Because it says to ask, seek, excuse me, and knock, ask, seek, and knock. So in other words, there's a pressing in, there's a contending uh, in prayer. You know, it doesn't mean you're asking in doubt and stuff like that, but you're, you're, you're going after it. You're going after the things of God. Now, uh, I'm not going to just talk about that. I want to keep reading here because Jesus is building up to something. And so, verse 12, it says, Therefore, whatever you want men to do, do also to them, for this is the law and of the prophets. So, you know, the good old saying, what you want done to you, do to others. You know, that's the golden rule, What, right? Do to others what you would like done to you. And so that's a good saying even for today. You know, that's why we, we should do good. But then it goes on to say, verse 13, Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate, and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who find it. I want to pause right there, and I want to, I want to teach on this a little bit. 
Jesus said, narrow or enter by the narrow gate for wide is the gate that leads to destruction. So, you know, the reason why we're taking time to, you know, to press in, to build a solid foundation this first week through your words, through faith, through the other things that I taught, developing your spirit. Why? Because we're going down the narrow path. And if you're going to make it on the narrow path, and it says, narrow, uh, narrow is the gate that it's difficult in the way which leads to life. There are few who find it. So in other words, you're going to have to do what others have not done. If you want to walk a, uh, in a path that never have, others have not walked on, then you're going to have to go through the difficult way. And that's going to take time of discipline. That's why our scripture for the year in 1 uh, Corinthians, we'll go there. We'll read it together. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, or 1 Corinthians chapter 9. In verse First Corinthians chapter nine. Oh, that's second. In verse let's get there. Twenty four. Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. Talking about the narrow path, run. Many few find it. Many people don't want to run in a certain way. They don't want to build a foundation. They don't want to build uh, strength spiritually to to get to where God has for them. And that's why we're doing what we're doing. So run in such a way that you may obtain it. That means it's going to be times of discipline, times of uh, difficulty pressing in. But you can do it. You can overcome because Jesus has given us the grace. And then it goes on to say, and everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. Therefore I run, thus not with uncertainty, thus I fight as one who beats the air, but I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others I myself should become disqualified. In other words, we discipline ourselves so that we can enter through the narrow gate. It's gonna be the path is is difficult. What does it mean difficult in the sense it's difficult on the flesh? That's why Paul said, I discipline my body. The real enemy of your life is not the devil. The devil's defeated. The devil's under your feet. The devil's been dealt with. The real enemy of your life is your flesh. And I like to say the real enemy is the real inner me, which is you overcoming your mind over your body, getting it into line. And so Jesus is saying, look, narrow is the way. Yes, we know that he's talking about that he is the way, he is the truth, he is the life. The only way to heaven is through uh, Jesus and calling upon his name. There's no other way into heaven besides making Jesus your Lord. But also, if you want to succeed in life, you're going to have to do what others won't do. You're going to have to discipline your body so you can obtain the prize. And that's what Paul was saying in 1 Corinthians 9. He said, run in such a way that you may obtain or take hold of the prize that God has for you. And so I believe that's what you're doing today. That's why you're taking time aside at 1 p.m. to press into the word tonight, today with me. And uh, during this time of prayer and fasting, you're taking times to pray and to seek God. And, and I hope... Uh, Many of your churches are doing some type of services, and you're getting involved in that. If not, you're getting online. You're praying with those online. You're doing something to discipline yourself because why? You don't want last year to be a repeat. You don't want to do what you did last year. You don't want to, you know, you may have even had a great year last year, but you don't want to repeat it. 
I don't want to repeat it. I want to have a greater year this year. I want to increase. I want to see things go to another level. And so how are we going to do that? We're going to enter in through the narrow gate. We're going to go, we're going to do things what, that no one else wants to do so we can obtain what other, everyone else wants. And so we can do that by pressing in. And now go with me uh, with to verse 24, Matthew chapter 7, verse 24, because this is where I want to get to. And this is what I'm going to teach on today. The, the, practical side of building up your spirit man jesus said this in verse 24 therefore whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them i will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house and it did not fall for it was founded on the rock but everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And when the rain descended, the floods came and the winds blew and it beat on that house and it fell and great was its fall. And so Jesus ended these sayings and that were, the people were astonished at his teaching for he, had, he was one who was teaching having authority and not as the scribes. So in other words, Jesus is saying... If you want true success, if you want to run to win this year, if you want to see victory after victory, increase after increase, you're going to have to build your life upon the sayings, upon the word of God. And that's why I've been harping Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You have to, you have to, you have to make the word of God an obsession in your life this year. If you are going to see because uh, the, the winds and waves might blow, there might be things that come, the storms of life come to everyone. And if they start blowing and, and you're not solid in what the Bible says and what the Word says, your house will fall. But I believe you're watching today and you're not, you're not going to fall. Your house is not going to cr crumble. Your life is not going to fall and fade away because you're going to build your life and you're doing it right now. You're building your life. I want you to type in the comments, I'm building my life on the Word of God and write that in your notes. You're building your life on the Word of God. And Jesus says here, anyone who hears these sayings of mine, so it's one thing to hear it. Many people hear it. Many people go to church. Many people... Uh, hear what the pastor has to say. They hear what the Bible says. They can even sometimes quote it, but then there's another step. And then Jesus says, and does them. So it's not just enough to hear what this word says. You have to do what it says you should do. Action was what will produce a manifestation in your life. Many people are hearing, 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 and they're getting so full on the word, but you have to not only get full of the word, you have to put some action to it. You have to take some steps. And so Jesus is saying, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken to him a wise man who built his house on the rock, or in other words, like today, on the solid foundation. So today we're talking about building your foundation strong. So how do we build it strong? Well, you need to build it afresh upon God's word. Number one, you must, it has to be upon Jesus's sayings, upon what he said. You know, many people are building their life and there's nothing wrong with prophetic words. I believe in prophetic words. I've had them uh, and uh, many of them have come to pass in my life and I believe in that. But if you're building your life on a, on a prophetic word and you're not in the word of God, and you're not doing what you've been called to do, then you could be a miss. Somebody could prophesy you into something you never should have been a part of. That's happened to many people. So I'm for that. I'm for the gifts of the Spirit. I'm for prophets, apostles, all the all the the gifts of ministry. But at the same time, we have to build our life upon God's word. 
Amen. And so Jesus is saying, you know, build your life upon my sayings. And then when the rain descended, so the rain, the rain will come. The rain's coming. And he said, the floods came and the winds blew and beat that house, but it did not fall. I'm here to tell you that in 2024, your life will not fall apart, but it's going to be put together because you're going to build your life upon God's word. Come on. When you put his word first, that's why we have the Bible reading plan. That's why we're pressing in every single day, day and night, reading the word, praying, seeking God. Why? Because we're building our life on purpose. What, it is, what does it say in the NLT in 1 Corinthians chapter 9? Our, our, favorite, or our, our favorite verse for this year, for sure, but our verse going on this year. Let me look it up on my phone. Because I want to hammer this point home. As much as I possibly can today, I want to hammer home how much we need God's word in our life. Paul said this, don't you realize that in a race, everyone runs, but only one gets the prize. So run to win. That's verse 24. All athletes are disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away, but we do it for an eternal prize. So I run with purpose in every step. I want you to write that in your notes. I run with purpose in every step. So when you start hearing the word, building your life upon the foundation of God's word, then in you allow God to speak to you, he'll reveal your purpose. And then when you're building your life upon the word of God, you can run with purpose in every step. Many people are not running with purpose right now. I mean, you can go to a, even a college campus right now and I can interview 10 people and say, hey, you know, what, what, do, you, what do you want to do the rest of your life? Well, right now I'm just taking prerequisites and I'll figure it out later. And, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about changing my major and they change their major like 10 different times because they're not, they're not having any purpose. They're not running with any direction. And so so when we build our life upon the word and we allow God to speak to us through his word and through the Holy Spirit, he's going to show us what we're destined to do in this life. And then you can start taking proper steps with purpose. And so you're not, you're not just floundering around. You know, that's why um, I encourage everyone to meditate on Matthew 6, It says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added. Many people don't know their purpose. And so what you need to do is you need to seek God's kingdom. You need to dive in to the word and to everything that has to do with this word. Get to church, uh, get to revival meetings, get into places where God is moving, find out where he's moving and get involved in, in your church. And then as you do, your purpose will soon be revealed. Amen. And if it's not, maybe maybe the cares of life, like I talked about yesterday, maybe the cares of life have slipped in or persecution for God's word has come in and tribulation or something has tried to rock you. You get what I'm saying? And so you need to uh, you need to go and build, start your foundation afresh. Many people have been building their life on a bad foundation, and we need to rip that foundation out and then begin to build upon it. You know, that's what it says in uh, Jeremiah. Let's go there. Jeremiah, Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 10, 
He says this, See, I have this day set you over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out, to pull down, to destroy, to throw down, and then to build and plant. So in other words, sometimes when you're trying to lay down a new foundation, you need to rip out what's been there before. You need to get the you get the stinking thinking out of your your mind and in in the the religion get it out of you. Because why? Because there's been a foundation that's laid that's not been producing any results. There's been a foundation laid that's uh, not even scriptural, and that's why we need to get into the Word. We need to find out what it says and begin to lay down a new foundation. But first, you got to uproot the old foundation. In other words, this word, sometimes you'll read it and be like, man, I haven't been doing that or I haven't been believing that. Then it's time to make the change because when you make the change and you say, you know what? That's called humility. Man, I've been believing this. This is wrong. I need to make the change and lay my foundation afresh. You know, for some of y'all, you're in a new beginning. You're in a new transition. And what the Lord is saying is he's saying, hey, it's time to lay a fresh foundation. It's time to say, you know what? Maybe I've built my life upon some 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 rocky things here. Maybe some of my areas in my life need to be adjusted. Come on, it's okay to adjust. That's what the new year is all about reflecting on last year, setting new goals. And you know what? How about new goals into uh, setting, hey, we need to check our foundation out. You know, sometimes when you go and buy a house, the first thing they want to check is the foundation because over the course of time, if it wasn't laid properly, there could be some cracks in the foundation and that needs to be repaired before anybody ever wants to move in there because that house could crumble. You know, we need to go back and say, you know what? Have we allowed anything to creep in and our foundation is getting rocky? No. If it has, we need to do a checkup on it. We need to make the adjustments, right? And we need to fix that and get that fixed by how? By God's word. Jesus said, anyone who builds his house upon upon my sayings and does them. Sometimes the issue is we know what we need to do, but we haven't been doing it. That's how you kind of fix your foundation because sometimes we know what we need to do. We know we need to do X, Y, and Z. We know we need to give. We know we need to uh, um, pray. We know we need to fast, but we haven't done these things. We know we need to read our Bible. That's why I put out the daily Bible reading plan because I noticed many people uh, just struggle even doing that. The basics, a lot of times the, the basics is what needs to be done. And when we make those adjustments and begin to do them, that's when things begin to change in your life. It's very, very simple. This is a simple thing. I mean, if you just do the little things, they'll add up and become very big things. You know, those who uh, win championships are just masters of the fundamentals. They just master the fundamental things. Their foundation is strong because they started, they started, you know, for example, those um, in football or whatever, they started as a young kid, like peewee football. They started that foundation strong and they just began to get better and better and better. And by the time they got into high school, they were in the gym working out because now they could build muscle. And then they went to college and built, you know, continued to build, get stronger, continued to change the way they thought, study, study the, the plays and everything else. And before you know it, now they're in the professional, but they didn't just get there overnight. You don't just wake up one day and say, you know what, man, I guess I'm going to be in the pros. And then you're just all, all of a sudden in the big leagues. No, it takes time and it takes, you have to build, you have to build upon something. And so what we need to stop doing is building over here and then ripping it up and building over here. No, we need to build upon the foundation of God's word and then build from that and continue to grow into that. That's why 
We did the core four. If you missed it, you should go back. Before the new year, we did the core four cardinal doctrines of our faith. Why? Because if you don't build your life upon those four things, you're going to get in some flaky stuff. And this is the problem in our generation. People are more gravitating towards uh, manifestations and uh, towards uh, prophetic toe painting and all these weird things, flag waving. And I mean, it's ridiculous. They're blowing shofars in each other's faces and that's what's healing people. I mean, all this nonsense. Instead, they just need to open their Bible and read the Bible and do what the Bible says. And they'll find out quickly that none of those things is in the Bible. And I think that's what they're afraid of. They're afraid of realizing, man, everything that I'm doing is not in the Bible. And so instead of uh, uprooting those wrong um foundations, they want to keep them because they don't want to admit that they've been wrong. You know, that's the problem. That's the, it's called pride. And what happens is, is we get, if we humble ourselves and seek the Lord through his word and begin to say, you know what, I'm going to build my life upon his sayings. You know, every year we read this Bible front and back. You know what I try to do? I try to read it like it's the first time I've ever read it. Now, I've read it multiple times. I've read it many times. But I, you had to come at it, and, and, you, and then when you read it that way, it's how you can check up on your foundation. You can say, you know what? Uh, if you just read it how, how you've already, you know, oh, I know what this says, then it's, it's hard to uh, receive from it. But if you read it like a child, like, man, I'm going to read this like the first time. Wow, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I'll liken them to a wise man who built his house on the rock. So now I'm reading it like it's the first time. And as I'm reading this now, I'm saying, man, am I doing this? Man, am I living like this? And this causes you to do a checkup. Yeah, it's time to get back to the basics. And so how do you do that? You start it like a fresh. You get this thing and, and you just begin to read it. And you, you, know, you allow you know, anything that's contrary that you're doing, that you're, you're believing is wrong, you just, you just get rid of it. I mean, the Bible says in Romans 12, verse 1 and 2, it says, present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. And it says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I mean, that if your mind needs renewed, that means maybe there's some wrong thinking in certain areas. And it's okay to admit that. I don't care how young you are or how old you are. If you find in the Word that maybe you've been doing something and believing something wrong, just admit it and say, Lord, help me to believe it right, and then just move forward. Because otherwise, you're just going to continue to build on a foundation that constantly when the winds and waves come, your life is crumbling. And many people are crumbling in their life. Many people are, are struggling because they don't have a solid foundation of God's word. And that will not be anyone listening to this right now live or even on the podcast later. You will build your life upon God's word because you're going to run to win and you're going to build your life upon the sayings and you're not just going to hear it, you're going to do it. And then when the winds and waves come, people will be looking to you for help because you're standing there solid, not in yourself because it takes humility to stand in God's word. Uh, when everything's contrary, but it's they're going to see you and be an, you're going to be an example. You'll be a sign and a wonder. And so you need a today as you as you do the daily Bible reading plan. If you haven't already, if you have already, great. You need to open this up and you need to read it like you've never read it before. You need to read it afresh. And as you do, I'm telling you, that's when the Holy Spirit's going to begin to speak to you. That's when He's going to highlight things that you say. He says, "Hey, over here, you could have been doing this, uh, but you haven't been." And so you can make those adjustments. Yeah, and you don't want to be a fruit, a flake, or a nut. If you're a fruit, flake, or nut, 
It's because you're not doing what the Bible says. This word is not to make you more weird. It's to make you more wise and solid and to, you know, yeah, you might look a little bit different to the world because you're operating differently, but you're not going to be flaky with the flags and the nonsense. I mean, it's just stupid to me. I mean, it's just so dumb. I can't believe people put on tights and pants and start running around and jumping around with flags. And I mean, it's one thing to worship God and whatever, but if you're making it a ministry, that's not a ministry. That is just plain just stupidity. We need to get back to God's word. How did Jesus handle spiritual things? He said, it is written. It is written. It is written. He used the word of God. The word, the Bible says the word is sharp. It's sharper than any two-edged sword that pierces between the soul and the spirit, the joints and the marrow. In other words, the word is alive. It's quick. It's sharp. It, it's your sword. I mean, we're even told in Ephesians to wield the sword of the, of the spirit, which is you got to wield the sword of the word. And so you got to use the word of God. Amen. And so the more you know it, the better off you'll be. The more you build your life upon it, the better off you'll be. And we must. This is a, this is non-negotiable. We have to build our life. You know, many people are like, well, I know I need to build my life on the word, but I just want to hang out with Jesus. You know, I just want to build my relationship with him. Well, I'm glad that you said that because John 1 verse 1 says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God and all things were made through him and without him, nothing else was made. In him was the life and the light of men and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness not comprehend it. In other words, you want to spend more time with Jesus this year? How many want to spend more time with the Lord? How many want to spend more time uh, in the presence of God? Well, spend more time in God's word. He is the word. This is him, him speaking to you. This is God speaking directly to you. This is you hanging out with God through his word. And how you do it is you open it up and you begin to read this thing and you begin to do what it says and you begin to believe it and act upon it. And then you're going to see things take place in your life. Come on. who? I know you want results. I know we all want results. We want we want results in 2024. The way you're going to get it is by digesting God's word and going after it. You know, people of history, when you read about people in history who have done great things for the Lord, most of them, almost all, probably all of them, they, they were word-obsessed people. They were all about the Bible, and they preached the Bible, and they had many great things manifest in their life, and they had maybe had signs and wonders, healings and all that, but at the end of the day, they still preached the Word. You would hear them. You can, you can go on YouTube and even watch some of them in the early uh, mid-90s where they would preach. What were they preaching? They weren't preaching... Um, you know, 10 steps to a happy life by watching Pooh Bear, they were preaching the word. And by preaching the word, they had results that followed them. And if you want results in your life, you need to digest this word for you. And you can do it. Each one of us can do this. We can take it bit by bit. That's why we that's why we do the Bible reading plan. It takes about 15 minutes every single day, and you can digest the word every single day. And what does the Bible say in Joshua 1 verse 8? Let's go there with let's go there together. Joshua 1 verse 8. Hallelujah. Because if you want to have success in this life, you better have the word in before your eyes. Not my, that's not my opinion. That's what the Bible says. I'm about to give it to you here. If it doesn't keep sticking together. There we go. This is what it says. This book of the law, Joshua 1 verse 8. 
This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do all that is written in it. Remember, there it is again, to observe to do. So it's one thing to read it, it's another thing to do it. So don't just read it, do what it says. But when you do, the Bible says, For then you will make your way prosperous, and you will have good success. So you want good success? You got to meditate on the word day and night, and then do it. And then you'll have good success. Your way will be made prosperous. How many want to prosper in 2024? How many want to, how many want to see great prosperity? Well, you have to abide in this word. Let's go with me to John chapter uh, 15. John chapter 15. Jesus. Even Jesus. You want your prayers answered. You want success. You have to meditate in the word day and night. Day and night. This is what the Bible says. John chapter 15, verse 1. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. And as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Then he says, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. Then he goes on to say in verse 7, If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you will desire and it will be done for you. So in other words, when God's word abides in you and you abide in him, you can ask the Lord whatever you desire, and it shall be done for you. Why? Because you're abiding in His Word, and you're hearing His Word, and you're doing His Word. That's called relationship. That's called covenant. That's called um, being a doer of the Word and not a hearer only. If you abide, abide is, a, is an action word. It means continually staying within it. You're abiding in uh, the Lord. And how do you do so? With his word. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, the word has to abide in you. And so what you got to do is you got to get a, a word obsessed. If you want a strong foundation, if you want to see what you've never done, seen before and do what you've never done before in 2024, then you've got to abide in God's word. How many of you are going to abide in God's word this year? I believe many of you are. I believe you're going to abide in his word. I believe you're going to see increase and you're going to see multiplication. And so my challenge to you today as we close out this first week of doing prayer and fasting is those who are watching, this is your last opportunity I want you to join us in the daily Bible reading plan, and you can do so. We have the link in the uh, description, and click the link and join us. This is your last chance, but you can get caught up. You're only five days in the year, because once you get about a week behind, it's hard to catch up. So you can, you can catch up today. Join us, click the link, and be a part. And let the word abide in you. This is how you're going to have a strong foundation. You want a strong foundation in 2024? You got to abide in the word. Amen. And so sign up right now, be a part of that. And uh, we're going to next week, we're going to get into more and we're going to dive into it every Monday through Friday uh, at 1 p.m. We're going to have a couple special guests next week. So it's going to be really great. And then at night, Tuesday and Thursday at 8 p.m., join us. We're going to be teaching on faith and how faith works, how faith develops, how faith operates, how faith speaks, the gift of faith, all these different 
subjects of faith. Why? Because faith is the only thing that pleases God, and faith comes from what? Hearing and hearing from the Word of God. So as you read this Word, as you get into the Bible, faith is coming, and uh, we're going to see it developed, and we're going to see it strong for 2024. Can you say amen? Amen. Come on. Today is your day. And so I want to give you all an opportunity to exercise your faith today. And you can do so by one, you just should go back and listen to the last one and, and you should speak those confessions over your life. I am a child of God. I am blessed coming in and blessed coming out. I am created in the image of God. I am uh, doing all things through Christ who strengthens me. All the I am's, you should be speaking those over your life every single day. If you don't have that book, I would encourage you to go to Amazon and buy it. I am who God says I am by Nick Zaner. You can get that. And it's 40 faith confessions. You can speak those over your life. That's one way. The second way is doing what the Bible says to do uh, in the uh, in as you read it. Amen. And then another way, if you're believing God uh, for this year to be the most blessed year you've ever had, the Bible says in Luke chapter 6, or verse 38, that when you give, it shall be given unto you good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. So we want to give you an opportunity to exercise your faith in finances, and you can do so by giving through PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, or Zelle. They're all at our dollar sign, give ZMI. You can sow your seed today and be a part. Maybe you want to write in a check to Zaner Ministries at P.O. Box 125, Copley, PA 18037. You can do so. You can scan that QR code on the screen. And we are believing God for 1,000 partners to stand with us. And uh, I believe if God is speaking to you, you should act on that and obey the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. There you go. You can just scan that, and you can learn more about becoming a partner. And we want to say thank you ahead of time. Also, Monday through Friday, 1 p.m., we're live. Like I said, we're only going to go about 45 minutes each day, and uh, we're just going to just get straight to it, build your, li build your life upon God's Word, and continue to grow in Jesus' name. And then at 8 p.m. at night, Tuesday and Thursday, that's our faith services, and you're not going to want to miss that. They're powerful. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I hope you guys had a great afternoon today. I can't wait to be with you on Monday. We're going to be live here at 1 p.m., and don't miss it. It's going to be a powerful time. And uh, if you miss any of these other ones, you can always go back and listen on all of our audio podcasts. They're available for you on Google, Spotify, everywhere you can get them. I love you guys. God bless you. We'll see you on Monday. Thank you for listening to the Zayner Ministries podcast. Please consider becoming a monthly covenant partner with us. We're asking God for 100 people to stand with us financially as we continue to win the lost in America. Go to ZaynerMinistries.com and click on the Give Now button and become a monthly covenant partner today.